Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Decent. And Christian Triumate. Yeah. So uh we're gonna take we're doing a different thing here. Um we are doing a, a movie list, a, or not movie list, a song list. Um, but it's not like a bunch of songs from different bands. We're we're actually gonna be talking about one of our favorite bands, all three of us collectively. Uh, and we're going to be talking about our three favorite songs from Radiohead, but this is sort of like a part one. Yeah, um, so many I, fucking favorite. You songs. can't pick. There's yeah. so oh, I can't pin them and down. I, and I think that more than likely we're going to do like a uh, we've done in the past more of like a discography like retrospective and cover this mm-hmm. their albums because that's probably the most right way to do it. We've done with like Coheed and Weezer. In, in a co- uh, um, uh, was it Circus Survive in the past, right? Uh, but we should, which are always fun. I love doing these types of yeah, episodes too. Me really too. Do. And but you know, but the thing is though, for us, we only covered three of those those albums from those bands, and we never got back to them. So we have we have to do something that something like this for Radiohead because there's so much there. But the thing is though, unlike those those bands, I feel like personally, uh, Radiohead has a true evolution. That yes. really evolves and becomes something. They become something their own into something they truly own. You know, mm-hmm. if it makes any sense, like a solidly owned sound. They evolve like a like a Portishead, like three, like you know, Portishead has has Dummy. They have the first album, then they have three, they have third, and third yeah. is like that. Is like the, the the culmination of everything comes into third. Like, okay, sure. that's the fucking album, mm-hmm. you know. But like, you know, we have you have you have uh, Radiohead has you know they're playing along with like you know traditional instruments and whatnot, and then it's kind of like uh, Rush. Rush did like instru- instru- uh, traditional instruments for a long time, then they get weird in the fucking late eighties, and you're like, oh, it's a bunch of trash, you know. Alex Alex Lifeson's like, hey. I'm the fucking guitarist. <laughs> Where's the guitar yeah. at? I'm not playing a guitar anymore. And then like they get digit too digitally, 
to digital and then they've come back around they come back to the tr- traditional stuff but with like it Radiohead, seems it's like, like getty went on his emo phase there in the 80s or something well, I think, you know <laughs> what, I, what i've read is that uh, actually um uh, uh you know pert actually pushed all that stuff along so which is interesting we'll get that in one day we'll get into all the rush yeah. stuff one day we'll do it mm-hmm. but like with 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 uh, um with radiohead it all seemed right everything seemed right like this means that this makes sense to be here at this point now and um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, a heavy thing for us to talk about. But yeah, Radiohead is a big part of our lives. So I'm, I, to, to me, I think that yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. And I think their music for me, uh, I go into phases in and out of Radiohead. Honestly, they are one of my favorite bands of all time. It's so hard for me to pick a favorite song because there's like monumental songs that represent points of my life. And I mean, yeah, even it's hard as to a pick band, a favorite album because they're so different. <clears throat> they're so different, and I felt differently about them in different points of my life too. I mean, right? Uh, well, the, I think the albums. I think the albums point that out. I mean, like every album is like you can point that out. Like this, every album has like a point in your life you can relate to. Yeah, and I think like everyone has a youthful cringe era that Radiohead treats that Pablo Honey is their youthful cringe era. But I think ne- that Pablo Honey's the yeah, that's the one. But like, but eh. they considered a necessary evil that they got their foot in the door of being able to be trusted to True. make music and get funding to make music and allowed them to create Kid A and create a million we, we, bends. We got, we got, okay we got the bends. Yeah, the bends I, from it. So hey, yeah. they made a million great albums based off of the fact that they have that, you know, that was their foot in the door as far as the music. Industry. Right. The Benz is like their most straightforward, I guess we almost want to call it a rock album, even though it's not completely, right. but, um, but I agree with yeah, Mike. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I still love that album. It's one of my favorites to this oh, day. I love the Benz. Mm-hmm. Benz is great. Yep. But it's yeah, like, it, it's, endless. it's interesting. It's, it's, um, Joe actually mentioned this to me tonight. Cause Joe's never, not a big fan of Radiohead. And, and um, and, um, she told me t- today actually she was like i have to be in the mood for this i'm like oh of course yeah. you have to be in the mood for radiohead you have mm-hmm. to be I mean, um or uh, you have to be a person who is always in that mood which is me and my but i think they have a track that will find your mood no matter what it is it just needs to be the right album or, or song to find right. the mood because they are all over the map emotionally dude they, i agree oh, it's, yeah. and it's like what i said it's like you can pick whatever album you want to find and they have the emotion there for you. You can you have that selection to pick out. And it's um, you know it's like there are times I can sit there and be like Tom Morello, that's like just beautiful voice and melodies. And the other times I'm like Tom, shut the fuck up, man. Like <laughs> so whiny right now. But I mean, you know, it's all part of the art. <clears throat> just go dance in a corner in your black and white lights. <laughs> Interpretive dance. Sorry. Interpretive dance. <laughs> there's a lot to it, and uh, there's a lot of emotion to it, and. Um, the music comes along with that that those vocals and um you know it's all there for you you just gotta find out where you, you gotta pick your poison man that's where it is with yeah, your head sure. and um yeah there's an album you're gonna dig out there you just need to dig deep enough and figure out what you're looking for and they're gonna touch your little heartstrings promise you that if you dig oh, deep yeah. enough you're gonna find something that's gonna personally affect you in one of these albums and there's so much or if you're just in it to be shallow and love the fucking little jammy shit, they got songs for you there too, dude. They got plenty of those too. And a lot of their albums they do. I'm not taking anything away from that. It's bangers and mash. And there's a lot of songs in there. They're just like a nice little poppy fucking, you know, guitar based thing. So there's, there's a, especially the bins, you know, high and dries on the bins. It's like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 That's the high yeah. And, yeah, high and dry. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's a big They're one. Very, very filtered. Well, it's like the feel good Radiohead <laughs> song, even though it's the lyrics yeah. are still depressing <laughs> as fuck. It also, it also feels like uh, uh, it feels like time. 
That song, I always feel like that that song kind of reminds me of Time from Pink Floyd. It's just basically this, like, just like you're going nowhere in this small town, and here we are. What the fuck are we going to do here? And we're trying to find something to do here and just, you know, picking the ground, the same town, the same same hometown, you know, just looking at the clock and getting things over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're on your motorcycle, and the, the sort of street falls away, and you're right in the sky. It's just like, it's, you know, don't leave me by the don't leave me behind your eye, man. I mean, this kind of feels the same way, but right, uh, yeah. But I, I mean, I, a lot of that's driven by, of course, uh, need to be mentioned the Greenwood brothers, especially Johnny. Oh yeah, uh, he is the brain on that fucking guy. The the musical artistic ability of that fucking person specifically is every instrument you can imagine he can play and plays it in such a way that you are like it. It sounds. It's distinctive to him, yeah. Yeah, and and yes, it's very distinctive to his style, and that spans across well, like every every genre. It's insane. Well, he he wrote my favorite score. He, he wrote what? Well, not my favorite score, but he wrote my one of my favorite scores to my top ten. He wrote um, "There Will Be uh, Blood." There will be blood. Yeah, it's one yeah. of my favorite scores of all time. Yeah. It's a, and the most amazing too, score I've heard in my life. It, tur- it turned a movie that otherwise without that score wouldn't have been as horrific as it was. Like the no. soundtrack yeah. of that album. The big terrifying. The, oh God! Yeah. I, I thought for the longest time it I gave me you, anxiety. That was like the yes, first thing I saw in a long time. That the whole time watching, I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The start but when he's digging great. down he's in the mine. And, yeah, that so beautiful though. Um, but I, I, I really at the same time I thought he wrote uh, Into the Void. I was like, oh, it's so fucked up and beautiful. But like he didn't write it, and I was like, oh, I was surprised by that because I, I feel like he could do the same thing. But like. Well, you know, we'll get into it, but like that, I love that because I mean, my my three here are, are well, my two here are are definitely sad, but and beautiful at the same time. But like mm-hmm. you know, you get um, you you get what you need out of them, and uh, you yeah. understand those things, and you know, I think it's what uh, I'm thankful that Radiohead exists because. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't have gotten through a lot of things back in the year. I wouldn't got. I wouldn't have gotten through divorce without Radiohead. I think I leaned on him for a lot, lot of shit. I yeah. leaned on him for a lot of shit for sure. But like, I'm just telling you guys for sure, and everybody who listens to the show, like, like literally, I, I got, I really started listening to Radiohead really hardcore when I got divorced, when the proceeding and the when it was happening, and like, it really got got me through a lot of stuff. It helped out a lot, so. Yeah, I owe them. I owe them a lot. Man, Radiohead's got some just so many different soundscapes and different emotions that you can feel from listening to all their albums. Yeah, I mean, when Rainbows came out, it fucking got me out to be like, (sighs) dude, get back out there and fucking like have some fun, dude. Like, there were some songs in there that were just like, let's get out there and have a good time because that's really like this. And this too is like the happier version of that one. So yeah, yeah, there's a a lot. There's a lot there. So we always start digging Um, in. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, so 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 my first song is uh, "Climbing Up the Walls" from uh, OK Computer. Still 
so um i love how much this song relates to me um i don't want to feel cliche but um it's a haunting song and oh, i feel sure. i feel, yeah, I, feel <laughs> I feel i feel pretty haunted uh for most of my life uh you know and, it, and i'm not going to get too deep in this episode obviously but like it's hard to do it with with radiohead but like it does uh, remind me of a lot of things, uh, a lot of mistakes I've made in the past that have truly been brought up and have been aware of many several people. And, um, you know, stuff like this kind of reminds me of like, you know, when I was being married to my ex-wife and I remember Tron was there. With, with, oh, yeah. With did you did you Robert. kill somebody, buddy? Because that's kind of the vibe of the song. It's like, yeah, no, it's like <laughs> this is murder, man. <laughs> if this is true. No. You probably should be admitting to this on the air. Like, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Talk about where the body's buried or anything like I'm that. I'm admitting I that I. you get rid of this, just let a brother know. Or <laughs> <laughs> like I was admitting man. that like I, I fucked up and couldn't admit that at the time, but I, I did. And that's kind of what Radiohead does. But it's also like a very. Um, it's not. I don't feel it's. It's not. It's not aggressive. It's like, hey, buddy, you fucked up, uh, and we all it's fucked up. I understand. To me, how you in my opinion, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also love how the vocals sound like they're coming from inside of a tin can. Oh yeah, uh, which I, I really appreciate. Um, the bass like a ghost flows, singing. Yeah, the bass flows incredibly. Bass feels sort of like the bloodstream or the uh, sort of heartbeat pulse to the whole song yeah. which is also very in- interesting and I, which is another part why i love the song so much uh the lead guitar is amazing throughout mm. um it always makes sure make sure you know that it's there the whole time almost like me a voice trying to speak to you saying hey wake up wake up wake up uh, but you don't wake up <laughs> but um and uh, especially the tw- the solo towards the end is incredible oh yeah it's really cool yeah Be- Really incredible solo towards the end, but um, yeah, this yeah, is and a, this of course then, is know. off of OK Computer again, a fucking in uh, every one of their albums, incredible album, but that <laughs> album too is just yeah, oh, what a great a album. album that is. But this and is that was like very polarizing for fans when it when that album came out because like everyone was kind of like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know yeah, they changed it hard. Yeah. That's why I love yeah. them. They changed it hard. Me they too. did a flipperoo, man. Like, hey. Yeah, check out this. What do you think about this? I'm like, what, what yeah. the fuck? Like, okay. They didn't ease in. They didn't ease in. They were they were waiting for their band ba- or their fan base to go. Where's the creep song? Play the fucking creep song. Play again. the creep song. Yeah, the song they're like, creep. Uh, <laughs> jokes on you. We're not gonna play that for the next twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> this is the last time we play it. We'll never play it again. You've heard it enough times. We played every variation live. Fuck you. Agreed. No, we're not doing it. Right, and I agree with that. But yeah, so that is a fucking badass song dude to pick yeah I agree. Walls, it makes a lot the lyrics uh if people out there listen to the show want to go read lyrics I mean, this makes a lot of sense for people who have sort of been in this position and sort of in that sort of consciousness yeah i think you can figure it out for yourselves but i i would i would heavily consider you go listen to lyrics because they're Really good. I mean, it sounds like he's I in feel a like depressed state, but he's also talking about murdering someone. Yeah, I still feel like you're cri- to the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, I still feel like you're well, critically yeah. telling us you killed someone. But I also, <laughs> but, as, but also, at some point in my head, when I got divorced, yeah, I wanted to kill too. So yeah, it'll give you that know. feeling. I mean, it'll it'll feel yeah. But like, as long hey, as you don't act on it, right? That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a it's. I feel like art is the best way to sort of like figure your shit out figure yourself out and what better way to write lyrics to a song and just sing it out and get it out on yourself uh, for yourself and get over it. And Hey, 
I mean, this it makes is, so much sense that this is this this in the vibe of like uh, uh, keeping secrets. Three is, is they're kind of on par. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. And I got a lot of songs when I was a kid that we that uh, Mike, I've shown you the videos. I've showed you Tron the videos, our live video, all those songs we played. I was so aggressive and I hated being broken up with. But like, hey. It's not that big a deal, but I gotta, I gotta I sing through it. We so. all have our, our stages like that, man. It happens. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, just how sure. it is. But I would say that this is one of my favorite Radiohead songs, and it really did. Uh, the killing. I, I agree with you guys. I, I understand that, but like, um, I didn't really think about it that way. It's more like this killed the emotion, man. It's 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 okay. Like, let it go. That's just kind of how I feel about it. So yeah, playing with the walls. Great song. And you Very do that by song. giving it 15 blows to the back of the motherfucking head. <laughs> it's the double hero tap kick. plus 13. I, know, I love that song, man. It's a great song. What I hear OK Computer, I just hear like, I just hear those, those G.I. Joe fucking, you OK Computer. Like I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, kid, I'm a computer. I'm a computer. <laughs> Stop all the download. Pork chop sandwiches. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Don't fire, man. Game over, man. Game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess it's me next. Yes, sir. Hit it up. All right. My first choice is talk show host. So this this was actually the first song I ever heard by Radiohead, and the what? reason why I heard it is because in I don't know if it was sixth grade, uh, we were covering Romeo and Juliet. It was right the same time that movie came out with Leonardo DiCaprio, I which I don't think is a bad ever. film. It's I think it's it's aged better than when it was received when it first came out. However, the soundtrack was like badass. I remember that stupid fucking "Love Me, Love Me." That song yeah, was fucking yeah. everywhere. And then this one is it's it's in one of the scenes of the movie. I can't remember exactly when and where, but I remember hearing that as a kid. I was like, oh whoa, that's like cool as fuck. Sick. Very sick. <laughs> and bought the soundtrack specifically for that song, and that's how I got introduced to Radiohead. And then like right after that, probably like two weeks later, I saw the karma police video for the first time i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's so great that was cool. my intro i watched uh, i think i was watching mtv and that was the very first intro to radiohead for me was the karma police uh 
Oh no, it was Paranoid yeah. Android. I'm sorry, Paranoid Android. Pa- that video. Yeah, pan- yeah, yeah you, I, I get confused too. It's Karma yeah. Police and Paranoid. Yeah, I get confused with those two. Yeah. So. Where he's yeah, wearing the there. fucking beanie and his buddy, and they're on the freeway, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah, same that way, yeah, yeah, same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Seen it yeah, I mean, it's. What'd you say? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, talk show host is, to me, a quintessential fucking Radiohead song. It is definitely top. I don't care that it was used in a movie that. I haven't seen in 30 years or 20 years. <laughs> I just love if we, re- if we review this thing the next episode. I, I'd, I'd I haven't seen it in fun. 30 years. Honestly, I would love so. to go back and see it because when I watched it, I was like, this isn't going to age well. And you tell me that it does. And I <laughs> trust your opinion so much that I'm like, well, I, no, I, no, I, I, must be wrong about I this. haven't watched it in about 10 years either. So I may, I may rewatch it too and be like, oh God, I was so wrong. <laughs> and I feel I like even out. 10 years ago, like my opinion hasn't out. shifted so much in the past 10 years. That I, don't I think still I remember I the, do I bite my thumb at you, sir? It's like, you got a <laughs> gun. All, like, all I remember is like, <laughs> All I remember is like uh, uh, John Leguizamo was like two pearl handled forty five at a gas station. He's like, and his hair was so shiny. It's just like I don't know. They have so much oil in his hair; it's like reflecting the sun away. It's like, oh my god, he could probably like (laughs) cook a fucking egg on his head. You know, it's like that. It would be so hot. Was it Tyrese or Seal or somebody else in that? I can't remember who the fuck. Who else was in there? It was. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes, um, Mercutio, who's he's actually the best one in the movie. Yeah, I remember uh, that. that actor. I can't remember his name, but he's been in a lot of things over the years. He's in Walking Dead for a while too. Like he's oh. been on a lot of movies and shows. Damn, Who? I can't. I, I'm trying to look up his name right now. Hang on. Punisher. What? No. Not him. Okay. I, no. I might, no. I no. Use that, but... No. The guy who plays Mercutio. Uh, Harold Aranew. I don't know how to pronounce oh, that. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know. Properly. One of those two uh, he, you've he's seen Link a bunch in the of Matrix. Shit. He's in yeah. he's in the Matrix too. He's the guy who replaces the 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 ship guy in the second one with the dreads and he's got the wife subplot oh, line. Jesus ah, Christ. Okay. Uh he was in 28 weeks later. He's in he's in he's oh. in the uh, he's in the the edge. He's in the edge. Yes, absolutely. The edge. That's that's who I remember him from. He's from the edge. Yeah. He's I mean, he's fucking been in so much ravaged oh, by a fucking grizzly bear. Oh, it's brutal. It's so <laughs> brutal. That movie's so great. <laughs> really dark and twisted film that one, man. Oh, fuck me, Mike is connected to hardcore just now. <laughs> <laughs> the edge, man. Who the, edge. the edge? I love the edge, man. Oh man, it's yeah. crazy film. I can't wait to recover that on the show. The edge is fucking awesome, man. But I don't yeah, want we'll that to, to take that anything away from this song at all because yeah, this this song is one of my it's it's no. my it's arguably my favorite Radiohead song to say the very oh, least it's because song. it's got my favorite bass line um and it, it's and the reason why I can say this because like I always come back to this song no matter like how many mm-hmm. different moods I go in through Radiohead sometimes I'm not in the mood to listen to certain songs on certain albums that I do love they're just yeah. so emotionally draining I'm just like no not today <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like agree, this song agree, always puts me in a great mood like I'm always jamming it's such a the the fucking lyrics are hilarious you know if you want me with a gun and a pack of sandwiches, like, bro, what the fuck? Who are you robbing and why are you bringing them sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, I'll be waiting with a gun and a pack of sandwiches. I guess if you want me, we'll fucking come and find me. I'll be waiting with a gun and a pack of sandwiches. You like, better eat your damn sandwich, I mean, it Dave. sounds like a Primus <laughs> lyric, but yeah. I it's just so random. It's funny. But musically, it's it's incredible. The, the oh, soundscapes yeah. in the background, the bass line is like one of my favorites like of all time. And it's one of... Is it Johnny? No, That's Johnny's the guitarist. I forget his brother. That's a hard one to pick, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh trust yeah. me, I know. Because like, like Radiohead, like, Radiohead's no baselines are like the bloodstream of those songs. So. Oh, they're right. a rhythm section. Yeah, Colin, sure, Colin Greenwood and Johnny together, I think, work on most of it. And there's Ed O'Brien who 
uh, is a backup guitarist. So it's mostly the Greenwood brothers that work on and the right. soundscape. The Greenwoods rule, man. Yeah. And I'm not sure. saying it's the best, but it's just my personal favorite. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And again, my opinion of what my favorite is, I think might shift weekly, to be honest with you, because. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. The, the, the only reason I can pick that is because I always come back to no matter what. Like, that's like, you know, it's like an anchor for me with Radiohead. Like, that song will never do me wrong, no matter what fucking mood I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's always right. a good yeah. jam. And there's certain ones on the bins that I feel that way about, too. I agree. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. There's, there's songs like that in every fucking album. I'm like, totally. oh, fuck, here we go again. Oh, totally. This one, too? Okay, I, fuck, I get three. <laughs> this is part <laughs> one, so hey, yeah. For sure. But yeah, that was, that was pick, my Mike. first pick, man. Yeah, thanks. Very fucking yeah, excellent pick, dude. A song I've never heard before in my entire life until you mentioned it the other day. And I was like, this is a really good fucking song, dude. Yeah, I mean, it is it, the it, fucking it song. Oh, it is it jams. Yeah. Definitely incredible fucking song, dude. Um, I guess I'll go up. Mine is off of Amnesiac, and the song is called I Might Be Wrong. This is a song, like Mike said, for him, the one that keeps him going back, uh, talk show host. This is one that keeps me going back. It's a fucking more than a 20-year-old song, which drives me crazy. And I found yeah, that right. a lot of the songs I was picking was off of Amnesiac. Uh, and split between probably three albums, Amnesiac and Rainbows, I found myself going back to Kid A. I felt myself going back to Ben. Like. It's crazy same, how many those exact albums for me too, man. Like no bullshit. Every oh, single pick is from one of those albums. <laughs> it's insane. And we were talking pre-show too, well, and and, and you're like, man, a lot of this time. Yeah, good. Oh, go ahead. And, well, like you were saying earlier, you're saying you know a lot of them felt like they were very one album leaning, and I was like, oh, maybe that's just the vibe I'm in now. And then like, let me go explore again these other albums I love, and I was like, oh, all of these are way better than what the fuck. I was like, oh shit! And like this, doing this episode actually reignited a lot of love for songs I haven't heard to like or yeah, listen to in, in a long fucking time, dude. I, I still I don't think I've gone back and really listened to um, the Ben's album or or Kid A or Amnesiac as much as I have these past two days, kind of figuring out what I was gonna choose. And I think Amnesiac, man, that's that. I, I, I'm not even going to use one on this episode for that one because it was so easy for me to go through that album and literally just pick them all. That's one of my yeah. just like go to yeah. albums from Radiohead. 
But I just wanted to diversify for the first episode and really focus on different shit for the upcoming things, you know? That's exactly the way I was looking at it, dude. That's exactly right. the way I was looking at it. But this song for me, it, no matter what era of Radiohead I end up in, this is the one song that I keep coming back to. The ending of it is just so fucking like the way they drop oh, everything down. Uh, it gives Jeremy, you I think you man. called it. Yeah, Jeremy, I think you called kind of a country lick, which it does. Sound, oh, no, that's yeah. That's what I said. That's that. That's what I would say. Oh, yeah. That's straight. Yeah, yeah. It's that straight little drag. Uh, it sounds like a steel guitar. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just a straight like slide kind of riff, you know. You, you, like some Almond Brothers shit, kind of. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it's I, awesome. I yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, Tom York's lyrics too are like very nonsensical. But every now and then he'll have like a window of brilliance. And in this song, he has the lyrics: "Open up, begin again. Let's go down the waterfall. Think about the good times. Never look back again. Never look back." And I'm like, yes, fucking yeah. Those are great. Those are very poignant too. You know, very, like very powerful, simplistic, moving. Yeah, powerful fits the song. Very in the vibe of the song. Like. You could tell it was like that was the moment of what the song was supposed to be. And I don't know what the writing process is, but it just seems like everything always meshes so fucking well between the music and the lyrics and the, and the vocals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's weird. I, I feel like uh, the song kind of reminds me a little bit of like little, like little by little. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Little kind of, by little. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> you know, yeah. But yeah, it, it feels similar. feels very similar to me. But but I mean, I love the song. It's a great, great track, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. This this one's again one I keep going back to, and uh, uh, I wasn't originally my first three, but going back again, to, like talking about all the different songs, it's like, oh shit, I want to shine some light on this bad boy. Yeah, absolutely, man. I totally get that. It's that that ending is just so out of left field, which is it typical is, yeah. for Radiohead. But man, you just don't see that shit coming out of anywhere. It's just fucking. It's oh. great. <laughs> so Radiohead had great, to bring it back. Dude. Radiohead's really great, like, uh, like lead. <laughs> Like lead guitar, like that 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 like subtle lead. Oh, yeah. It's like fuck. It's it's just like it's just like a stamp, you know. Like 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 or or maybe like a uh, sort of a flash warning, right? Like this, this like implements into your fucking skull, into your fucking pupils. And like oh, that that fucking lead is so fucking good. And you just don't expect it. Like, you don't expect fuck. that from Radiohead. You don't expect like, it. You don't expect that, it. That style like, at all. Which air. I guess that's what you should expect from Radiohead is yeah. to, to be right. for it to be unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and they have some guitar tones in there that'll blow your fucking mind. Like they not just not in this song, but uh, no, well, but, in this yeah. song a little bit, but in a lot of their songs, you're like, where the fuck did that come from? That's a pretty gnarly tone to have on a guitar especially if i agree vocal that's probably instrument. like fucking and you should stay straight on acid johnny just tweaking <laughs> figuring <laughs> out i'm gonna get this motherfucker right now <laughs> oh. and, then, and, and then solo is I'm like kidding. it's louder than anything Definitely. else in the whole song it's like oh shit and it, it's right. like you you're focused on it and it's like fuck but, no, D uh, yeah, Disa, I definitely feel like it's Johnny locking himself in a fucking room and just being like going nuts on every effect that he has until something shines. And he's like, well, this this is where we're going to go with this. Now, how the <laughs> fuck am I going to replicate this live? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll figure out a way. He will figure yeah. it out. We've seen them play in the basement. I mean, fuck, man. I've, I've seen them play a few times. That live. basement it's shit is awesome. That's awesome. Their basement too. show is so yeah. good, dude. Oh, that's one of my favorite like live recordings ever. Like of all the Me like too. concert yeah, videos I've watched, that concert Me is too. special. <laughs> really I can't even hear is. the word that it was recorded in the basement without thinking of Radioheads and Rainbows and plus more fucking in the basement recordings they've done. That that is ah uh, above and beyond. Oh yeah, Fitting. but yeah, that that was my choice, man. Uh, like Jeremy, you're up next, bud. 
Yeah, my next song is um, uh, In Limbo. Uh, I-N Limbo uh, from Kid A. parts about this whole song besides it obviously being a great song is this uh the the lead um harmonics sort of this beep 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 um that's sort of like a a, a beacon or an sos uh-huh. sort of like calling like out kg is what it kind of reminds me of kind of the you know like sure. a hospital sound you know that could yeah that that, that works too um i i think it's a song that for me, York, he he kind of like uh, he, all right. So Tom York becomes a sort of right, there's an evolution to Tom Tom York his vocals right mm-hmm. from uh, from from Honey to Kid A to to what we hear today right. Um, yeah. He becomes a sort of like ghost. Feel me here right now, uh, almost like a poltergeist, almost like a spirit. Yeah, like a vessel uh, of, of words uh, that, yeah. Sure. Uh, a a person who has never really, he's like a person who dies and can never find where he should move on to. That's how his vocals are. The lost soul. The lost soul. Thank you for that. But but yeah, it's just, it's, just, well, it's kind of like a poltergeist too. Like a poltergeist is angry because he, they can't move on. Right. Um, we have this, but, but. He becomes this this sort of vocalist for that, like, but not just that, but like everything, uh, angry, sadness, confusion, everything. And I think that in Limbo makes a lot of sense that he sounds this way in this song, but he still carries that sort of that vocal thing on for quite a long time. But that's why I find him very interesting as a vocalist, but also why I find Radiohead as a interesting band as they move they sort of evolve because he's just sort of like voicing his um uh his feelings about how like that maybe maybe not just like a spirit who is lost but who is a person who is lost too and um we all feel that feeling you know you know what i mean like 
Yeah, it's relatable. And, and what you're talking about, I mean, in limbo is the space between heaven and hell and, and purgatory. Yeah. Inferno, and purgatory. Hey, you're, so, you're on you're on the you're on the boat with Sharon. Sharon, the man who you give the token to, who's a skeleton man, and he's being across the river of sticks and makes a lot of sense. But you know, um, but I, I love how haunting and how beautiful the song is because yes, it's, it is sad, but also it warms me like to the bones like this the, the, the guitar the lead the vocals the drums there's not a lot of drums to this song which i i really like a lot too it's just, it's very it's, you can say you consider it simplistic quote unquote but it is a very powerful song uh with not a lot happening and you know, musically, you know, musically, right? Oh, inten intensively, um, not yes, but musically, right, right. yeah. I mean, musically, it is what it is, but the sound of it is super representative of the feeling they're trying to get after. I think, which I, I, I agree, perfectly. I agree. It comes yeah, off yeah. perfectly for what they're trying to do. They're talking about that limbo space and combining right. the thoughts of water and confusion of being lost and loneliness. They're they're taking all of that and putting it into what the music sounds like, what the vocals Agreed. are about, what the voice sounds like. You like, feel the loss of this, this, the song. You feel yeah. all the loss. Like it's, it, it is truly like it's there, but it's at the same time, it's beautiful. And yeah, I feel it. And I, I, and it, it's very personable to me and I'm sure it is for you dudes too. And you, but um, it is a, a one of my favorite songs from Radiohead. It's a great song, and um, Same. I, I love. It's weird to say this, but like it's a song I can listen to while I drive. You can drive to the beach yeah. for me at least, and then look listen to the song. It's like this is a beautiful song. It's like you die, you live, you die, you live again, and it's it's understandable, and I respect them for making a song. It's just a true truly like it's a, it's 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 the phoenix right like it burns it lives again it burns it lives again, again. yeah that's how i feel about it that's perfect yeah man it's a great song no doubt and i just love that this like, like i love how tom becomes this sort of ghost and he figures out this sort of like Ghost. I feel like he does of, that a lot in a lot of his songs. He, yeah. he does. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like you said the, the, the sound of the tin can. Yeah. The sound of the tin can was just like they're like give it all the reverb and then multiply that by like ten thousand. <laughs> they put him in a can and the can of the reverb as well. And yeah, but just like, like you're like, saying the trash can recordings. <laughs> but it sounds like, great. It sounds awesome. You know, but I, I love that. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, Mike. And I I think that like for me, like this is one that was like um it makes the most sense. Like, like you, you, this, the reverb, the sort of kind of like um, recording in a fucking garage. And it, it, I don't know, man, it feels, you, you feel everything out of all this, out of, out of, out of everything, out of the whole song, out of this album. The album is very powerful. Oh, I love, yeah. Like, I religiously like, listen to Kid A. Yeah. It's just this raw album where like, they're, you can tell they're just sitting in the fucking room and just like, they are just figuring out things as they go, but like it's all super powerful. And like, but you get what they're going for <laughs> makes me like, cry. They, without it being spelled yeah. out for you. You don't need it spelled out, you know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I agree, that was something so amazing about Radiohead, especially in Kid A, honestly. Is they Kid A is pretty powerful, feed, they didn't need to feed it to you. They, they could no. be like, This, 
you're no, you'll know no, what they we're hand going served for. that bitch on a platter. <laughs> <laughs> With a side of fries and hush puppies, dude. Dig in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah. Uh, in limbo is that's one a of my favorite great songs choice, man. Excellent choice. So uh, I guess that's me next. And this yeah, one, I, I I jumped. I was gonna say I was gonna tell you, Mike. Um, I I totally agree with you. Like, uh, uh, one of my notes was that it, it feel I love the feeling of like never really like kind of on time, but slightly well, it's, it's, on it's time. It's off timing, but it's, it's, it's to me it's the dissonant chords. It sounds like yeah, it's yeah. weird. They Brown, intentionally Brown, tried Brown. to make part of it sound out of tune, and which I yeah. love shit like that. You know what I mean? I, I, me it too. Yeah, just defying that, normal I, laws I of music. I'm all about it. And when they do it right, it's I love even better. Yeah, they heavily do. explore that in later albums. They heavily explore that. Yeah, in later absolutely. Albums. Well, they definitely do. Yeah, but I, I, it's also one of the big parts I love about the song was because it's so weirdly on time, but also kind of out of time. You know, yeah, and I right. love that a lot. Yeah. So sorry, yeah, Mike. I agree. No, you're good, man. I agree with you. Uh, my second one, I jumped forward a lot of albums because I wanted to get something on here from In Rainbows, so I Hell chose yeah. Jigsaw Falling Into Place. from fucking in rainbows because this was the album that brought me back to radiohead i'd kind of gotten away from them you know my musical taste shifted and held to the thief was a, it's, it was it's not my favorite album it's not a bad album but i was just kind of eh, you know what i mean like i was pretty good album my opinion but yeah. it is and i'm not i'm not giving a shit but it wasn't like it, it wasn't it didn't give me as much hype as previous albums had so this one was whenever i first saw this music video i was like holy fucking shit like it like it just felt like they were kind of going back to their almost the Ben's roots, but they were just playing on acoustics. Well, I mean, like the, the, <laughs> you know the, the I mean? part two is even more powerful. I mean, it, yes. it, it, it said the, the this one here in colors and in colors part two are like they're or disc two, whatever you want to call it. But like that, most two are like they marry each other so fucking well. Like they're so powerful together. So on yeah, on I, some background, uh. Radiohead, Radiohead has a way of like knowing when they're becoming stale and doing something that's out of fucking like left field. And when they released this, they had a big fuck you to the record industry when this came I out. Yes, they did. They yes, said they did. 
we're going to release it for free on our website if you want it to be for free, but pay us what you think this album is worth. Yep. Uh, and that revolutionized, I think, the music industry tremendously from that point forward because nobody else was fucking doing things like this at the time. No, not at all. No, or if they had all. Doing you know, it really on saying the fuck you to the industry. Yeah. The industry who just fleeces these artists for countless amounts of millions of dollars, you know? But, yeah, <laughs> I agree. But uh, you can also tell like, like that Radiohead was like, I don't really give a fuck what anybody thinks about whatever we're making right now. So whatever you think that we're worth, pay it. Yeah. If you like it, pay it. And yeah. they, and, and they we just didn't give a fuck did. about money. They didn't. <laughs> so and it, we all know they didn't need to give a fuck about money at that point. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying. No. And I'm not saying they ever did to begin with. You know, I'm just saying they're like that. It's, I agree with you, Chris. It's the biggest fuck you to the industry. Like, I mean, I love that so yeah, you much. Get a, you get a sticker. You get a fucking a nice pamphlet. You get all, all this stuff. And like, Radiohead was one of the big ones that fucking actually did it, which is really fun. And I paid. Cool. I paid a uh, top. Ten dollars for the album. <laughs> I just right. remember that I was like, I mean, it's like I could do one dollar and just get this. I was like, all right, I'll do ten. <laughs> yeah, and I I did too, and I was like, it dude, counts, though. It counts. I was counts. fucking broke at the time, but I was like, dude, it's Me gonna too. matter. And I was like, at the same time, fuck you, Pitchfork and Rolling Stone, massively on both of you for and shame on you. Mostly Rolling Stone, who gave this album a three and a half star review when it first came out. Three and, and half then, stars. And then turned why. around, turned around and called it like on their top 500th album, like 300 oh. something best album of all time. And then revised their score to four and a half stars after they realized they were being fucking idiots Fuck or them. being Ray, influenced Ray, by Ray, the music trash. industry to fucking give it a shit score. Which, well, Rolling Stone had just succumbed to a lot of companies like that. It's all corporate infighting, all, and that yeah, Yon guy was apparently was a sexual assaulter too. He was a piece of shit. So <laughs> he was, like, yeah, yeah, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, but not to take anything away from this song. Sorry. No, no, you're, you're good, man. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Like, like I said, this is what got me back to them. It was just it because it's more of a straight-driven rock feeling song. I love the the. Constant driving riff, that whole breakdown of the ding do da 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 do like that's just like I did not expect a straightforward rock sounding song from them at that point. is a pretty fucking awesome fucking. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, just and still, this is probably man. It's it's like I said, it's so hard to pick a favorite, but this album is up there at least in my top three of favorite Radiohead albums. Yeah, it's yeah. I can't at least put it that high, but I can't I can't actually pick it as my favorite. I felt like personal pretty close, buddy. So I don't know. Yeah, I got. I felt like personal road crew when this came out because I was the same shit for you. I was just like, as soon as I heard it, I just wanted to run out and share with every single person I found. I was like. Guys, Radiohead's actually fucking back. You need to listen to this. But it's like how you see every like people who love an artist being like they're back, and you listen to the album you're like this fucking yeah. sucks. This is blander than their last album. But every person I showed it to was like this kind of fucking rules. And you'd show it to somebody who's never even heard of Radiohead except for the fucking their Pablo Honey song, fucking great. Yeah. I would be like, yeah. this is the same band. Maybe Karma Police. Maybe. Car- uh, maybe yeah, Karma yeah. Police is the main part. Oh, that was big too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that era. But at the same time. We'll be like, holy fuck, is this even from the same band? This is insane. And every song on that album is fucking nuts. It's a banger. Back, I mean, yeah, it's, I it's such a well-encompassed album. Like, each track feeds perfectly into the next one. It's it's in that music video. I wanted to say this. Um, mm. Apparently, it was it was recorded in two takes. So just straightforward. They just Whoa. played the song and went through it. And it features the members of Radiohead performing in their studio with footage shot from cameras attached to bicycle helmets. Um, American singer David Byrne, who I don't know who that is, David was visiting. The, yes, 
B B Y. Yes. Uh, he, he's part of the uh, uh, Talking Heads. Oh, badass. Yeah. And who was uh, so he was visiting the studio. He thought the the helmets would be cut from the final video, but the director was like, "No, that's 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 leave them in. It looks fucking hilarious." And <laughs> agreed. And you know, it's just kind of to kind of like break, you know, because they're viewed as somewhat of a very serious band and like a lot of media outlets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was just kind of funny to make it funny and it's straightforward. Two takes. I that's agree. It, I, I all performing it. together live in a studio is awesome. Yeah, especially that burn from talking talking heads is like a, definitely like a sort of like a, a, a sort of sort of doppelganger danger doppelganger of like a radiohead i'm like why would he do this but like hey i don't know like well, burn, i mean he was, he was uh, way before that guy, guy said, so he's a genius <laughs> yeah, talking <laughs> yeah talking eggs have been around like way before right yeah now. 80s man like that guy has been on top of his shit. burn's been around for like 1978 so yeah, he, yeah, he's around. influenced so many fucking bands. Yeah, Bowie, everybody, yeah, yeah Blondie, everyone, everyone yeah. looked at him like this is the motherfucker, man. Yeah. Like for a yeah, long for sure. Yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't realize he was the sing- lead singer of Talking Heads. I have mixed he's feelings about that head. band. I love a lot of parts I of them, but I'm not the, the biggest heads. fan. I'm, yeah, it's, they're a mixed bag for me. It's it's okay. He it just he just looks like he looks like a sort of version of David Lynch. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my second pick, man. And yeah. you know, I, I love that fucking song. I love Talking Heads, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this another time. But anyways, sorry, go ahead. dude. Yeah, Jigsaw uh, falling into place. Honestly, dude, I think. What an excellent fucking choice. Again, shows like the upbeat style that they have. Uh, I, get, I brought it up again, Bangers and Mash. This is like the the nice flyby, you know, night fucking guitar style. But then it goes into like serious uh, alternate effects, timing, fucking just fun drop in timing fills. And it's, it's just oh, like that whole like post chorus bridge, you know, the I've got to make it to my back. Like that whole part. I love all that guitar work through there. It's so well done. Oh, we were talking too uh, in the break of the. It's kind of like a, 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 a. And then he breaks. It goes into invisible like the heavier, or whatever. Like, That's a great song too. Like, what, but, Tron, like, Tron, what were you saying? Yeah, the the come <laughs> on and let it out. Come on and let it out. And then he start. He, I remember the first time I heard this fucking song when it's all like typical, like Tom York just like fucking singing his tone. And then when he said "come on and let it out," like the second time it started going in hard, I was like, "Oh fuck!" It, he's, he's feeling it. Up. He's yeah. feeling it. <laughs> it's going on, boys. I love it. <laughs> What yeah. were you saying, Jeremy? Sorry, buddy. Oh, just, what song did you say was a great you song? You hear too? like that? I wish I was. In, I, I I wanted to be invisible. Wish I could figure it out. Like whatever. Oh, how to disappear completely? Yeah, great song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's that there's that song on on uh, uh, the Benz, which is like how to. Uh, I wish I was invisible and how to become invisible or whatever. That song's so fucking like crazy, like weirdly like smashing pumpkins. It's like whoa, it's just so different. It's like I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting. It's, it's why they're such a great fucking band because they're all over the place they hop around all over the place so yeah i don't know yeah i, I completely agree man yeah man. Sure. they do that for sure yeah um and oh shit okay all right yeah i guess i'm up um, oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna pick a morose song <laughs> 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 i'm picking a morose song uh it's called a reminder it's kind of a b track i don't think a lot of people know about it but i fucking love this song
this song's a super B track. Uh, I didn't want to go this deep track, but this song, I just, I love for specifically not necessarily the music of it, but because the lyrics of it is called a reminder and it's Tom York. I don't know who he's speaking to specifically, but he's saying, it feels like it's, it's himself. Like it could be, but he's talking about kissing. So I'll read the lyrics. It's only a one minute long song and it's only like verses. So he says, if I get old, I will not give in. But if I do remind me of this, remind me that I was once free. Once I was cool. Once I was me. And if I sit down and cross my arms, hold me up to this song, knock me out, smash out my brains. If I take a chair and start to talk shit, if I get old, remind me of this, the way that we kissed. And I really meant it. Whatever happens, if we're still speaking, pick up the phone, play me this song. The end. Like this isn't the entire song. Depressing, but also like um, reflective. You know what I mean? Introspective. Introspective. Reflective. Yeah. It's introspective, but he's done this off of, and when he came out with every fucking song, he's done this. Yeah, but he was doing this one off of Paranoid Android, and he was so early on in his career that he was already ahead of his time to say, like, I might lose my shit and get lost in what I'm doing and just become a grumpy old man in what I'm doing. Smack me out of that shit or just play this song you to think me, you, and it'll remind okay. me that of, of Put what me out the pasture. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said, play this song. The, the whole purpose of the song, he says, play right. me this song. To bring him back to reality. The whole purpose of the song is to be like, don't forget that this is who you are. Yeah. This is, this is who you are. The joy of life. This is the greatness. And I love that. I love the idea of like writing a song that's one minute long to specifically be like, as a message to someone to be like, if I get lost in the bullshit, play this song to me and I'll remember to come back. Right, it's like a totem. It's almost like awesome. you know you're having a bad trip, and that's the the one. Th- it's like the fucking inception. Yes. You need the you need yes. the callback to bring you <laughs> bring yes. you back to reality. <laughs> yes, that's the exactly. Anchor. Yeah, your wife. I I just love the concept because I've never heard any artist doing that. Honestly, writing a song specifically to be like I might turn into a piece of shit, and this industry might make me a piece of shit. Specifically, I I meant it when I kiss you. I love you. Send this song back to me, and I'll know. Doesn't matter if I'm super old and shitty and grumpy and fold my arms and talk. I shit. think possibly I think for me maybe the chain is Ooh, kind of that. That the chain that, is that. Sort of, yeah. yeah, the, the chain, chain is, is that. that. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Personally, I think the chain is definitely I, that between fucking <laughs> between those two yikes. But uh, right. yeah, lives on forever. <laughs> Oh, four even if, at that time <laughs> between the four at that time, but yeah, yeah. Oh, the four, sure, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they we were all we dealing have, with it. Definitely have a yeah, yeah. That's looking. But yeah, but, to me, this song again is not a musically super powerful song. To me, it's a very and I wanted to shine some light on that. It's a great song though, buddy. It's great that song. Tom York isn't necessarily like just a guy fly by night lyrics kind of dude, or just a guy who just no, runs his, his pants yeah, just randomly spits throw, out shit. Yeah, throws in lyrics yeah. where they sound good. And, no and Bush. It, yeah, they, there's some, he means Kiedis. it. There are artists Anthony I love Kiedis that do the it. There are yeah, there are artists I love that do it. Uh, Chino's admitted to doing it. Cedric's admitted to doing it. Uh, there are artists I really love that do it, but I'm sure he's not free from doing it. But specifically in this song, it was very obvious what he was trying to do and what his message was. And I fucking love it. And at the same idea. time, sometimes I love the ambiguity like that. You know what I mean? Where oh, yeah. it can kind I, of mean I, I do too. Anything. 
That's and also why that I, 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 I love this, this, this band, and I love, <laughs> I love Bush. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring Bush into it. I didn't mean to do that, but it just happened. But, like, you know. It is it's all right. Yeah. I, <laughs> but, this, but, yeah, but, but where you head is, yeah, those songs. Sorry. Very popular. And I, I do like Bush, too. I really do. But, man, that song just gets on my nerves. I love Bush. I, they're, they're, they, they had their fucking moment. Yeah, they're they did. Yeah. They had their time in the sun, dude. But so did Creed. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never thought they had their time. They had I don't their want time you to the go sun. any higher. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go much lower? <laughs> I think Razor yeah. played suitcase is a more powerful song than anything ever Creed ever did. No, there's shit on Bush oh, that's considerably that. higher. Now I would, I would not, I'm not comparing the two. But that era of music, there was a lot of duds in in between too that got totally. through the cracks but yeah anyways I mean, Bush really had two really great albums in my opinion but those are really good albums everything else was kind of like you know MTV yeah. shit at the time <laughs> yeah 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 all right well um yeah it's a great choice i love that song yeah love that track it's a great track um like is it mike's turn no it's, it's your you. turn my turn okay so my last one here uh part my number three is um faust harp Wakey, wakey, rise and shine, it's on again, off again, on again Watch me fall like dominoes in pretty patterns Fingers in the back of pie, I'm tingling, tingling, tingling It's what you feel now, what you are to, what you are to Reasonable, sensible, definitely go But guess I'm stuck, stuck, stuck Without you had it, you know no, no, for no real reason Squeeze the tubes and empty bottles I take a bow, take a bow, take a bow It's what you feel now, what you are to, what you are to And I feel that cinnamon is tumbling, tumbling, tumbling And duplicate, triplicate, plastic bags And duplicate, triplicate, there from the neck up I guess I'm stuck, stuck we thought you had it in the now, now, now Exactly where you get up is enough, is enough I love you but enough is enough, enough And I stop, there's no real reason Okay, well, um, so, um, uh, Faust Arp, or Arp, 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 uh, yeah. Foss. I was about to call fucking Joe in here to fucking speak the word, the acronym. <laughs> name, but yeah, you got it. Uh, but Faust Arp is probably one of the main favorite songs of all time, just in the general song. It's like that. It's a radio radio hit song. Just like in in general, like a song it's that a beautiful piece of music. It's a beautiful piece of music, and uh, there's not a lot like I can say uh, besides that. Um, the violins are they, they give me goosebumps to this day. It um, also kind of like raised the heartbeat of my own body, and I I feel all of that. And I, I feel that um, spiritual. I, I feel like I, I, I also feel that Faust Arp is also like a, a um, an opera with 
no real people involved. The not not, not like a, like twenty people involved. It's just three people. You have it has, it has guitars and you have a violin. Feel. Well, yes. it sounds like there's at least three violins, but man, it's just the way it adds yeah. so much volume to the background of the song is just incredible. So, yeah. so on the name, I do. I'm I a did, slut for violins, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh my god, dude, that's going on your fucking grave, dude. Because I understand. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I, I love that. <laughs> favorite fucking quote ever. I'm a slut for violins, too, dude. I get it. For me, too. Yeah, I think I think the song also reminds me of Blackbird, the Beatles. Oh yeah, I, I, I can, I can definitely, it. definitely see that, man. It, and it just gives me a classical feel. It really does more. I agree. Um, old school, not necessarily simplistic writing, but more straightforward. But it's just like God, it's the, the everything about the song is just. I mean, it's awesome. It's, 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 <laughs> I agree, and I think that um, you know, it's when I have when I when anyway ask me any kind of questions about an acoustic band, um, I always throw them back to In Rainbows because I think that. Uh, Radiohead really figured out the fucking acoustic part. And um, yeah, this is just where I go back to them and say, hey, put in rainbows. Yeah, there's right. a lot of like, you know, techno shit in there, but there's some incredibly amazing written fucking acoustic songs that are so powerful in this fucking album that, um, yeah, they, they they truly draw me to my fucking knees. And um, they do. I'm glad and they do. So. This song's amazing. Um, so it's based off of Heinz Arp. Do you guys know who that is? He's a sculptor. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. So he's a French sculptor. So it's it's a, a play on words because Faust is the uh, that Greek. God damn, was he God or something? Well, Faust is Faust is, also, Faust is also like the name Isn't of writer, like possibly author? like a. Well, he's also like it's also a version of him that's also uh, part of the sort of Greek purgatory as well. If that's so exactly sort of right. right. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. it's a playoff of Hans Arp and Faust, and so, and I just looked up Faust, so this makes total fucking sense. So, uh, Faust, of- Faust is kind of like the genie, right? R- right, Tron. Like he's like a dude, like like yeah. Hey, you want to you want to you want to get revenge, or you want to? He's like a wishmaster or some shit. Like like hey, I can get you whatever you need. He's, he's but, spirit like, realm. The things never work realm. out. Yeah, he's spirit realm, and then he goes through politics and the classical gods. Okay. Here and I just pulled this part up too, and meet he meets with Helen and Troy, and this totally makes sense with the, what the fucking song is. Finally, having yeah. succeeded in taming the very forces of war and nature, Foss experiences a single moment of happiness, and that was the whole yeah. point of his story was that moment of happiness defined what Faust was, and so Faust yeah. Arp, and then that combined, which I guess the play on words, Arpeggio. which I don't really know how he ties into it, but I guess that was the the, the idea behind it, the combination <laughs> between the two. But I That's love the cool. title Faust Arp. It's great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Faust, and then obviously Arp is like uh, uh, an acronym for Arpeggio, which I think is really cool. But but yeah, it, it's it, I love the, the Greek tragedy. I love, I love the it. feeling of this song. Does feel like that single moment of happiness, doesn't it? Like that. Uh, <laughs> it's close. It's, it's, the violins are very. It's bittersweet. That's the moment of hope, but it's bitter. Uh, it's it's also bittersweet. A of sadness. Given our sluttiness for violins, I guess it's a moment bittersweet, dude. <laughs> in, in right. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, right. It's still one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite tracks on that album too, man. It's just yeah. so awesome. It's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my entire life. It's gorgeous, and it's it means, so short and and to the point. It's, it is. It's like a punk song. It's very. It's, it's like a misfit song. It's it's only like a, a, a minute and fifty seconds or whatever, a minute and thirty seconds, and I'm like, it's done. It's in. It's out. It makes its point, and it's out. But like. That song means so much to me. It's like, man, 
Yeah, right. and I kind of love it. It's like if you love it so much, fucking listen to it again. We're not going to keep repeating it for you. Oh, I was <laughs> doing it lots of times. Put that bitch on repeat. Yeah, yeah. you can listen. I remember moment of the Misfits. Want. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, same, time. same. Yeah. Most Misfits songs. You repeat. Yeah. It's just it means a lot, and uh, the song is so beautiful. I mean, truly, um, it is a beautiful song. Um, it is a tragic song, but for some reason, it truly means a lot to me and um i know the lyrics and i i I, but like it's more like way it's played in a way it's sung that means more than me more to me if that makes any sense but like yeah this song is so powerful to me it's like it's like that's a huge part of it yeah absolutely they have a soul that listens to the songs like you have to you have to know any lyrics. Just listen to the fucking song. look. Listen to how powerful this fucking look song at what is. they're presenting so you with. Yeah, just look yeah. at what they're presenting you with, dude. Like, it's are you so not powerful? Are you not observing what they're <sighs> doing? <laughs> is that it? Yeah, is that the problem? I won't lie. I have cried to the song several times. It's it gives me like road tripping vibes too from Chili Peppers, like just straightforward, oh, beautiful. Oh yeah, under the bridge or some rock. shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's there. I, yeah. I just love that shit. No, not not on the bridge, but the the road trip in that song. I love that road oh, yeah. trip with my two feet. It's great, and they bring in this, the fucking violins, and I'm a slut. Yeah. <laughs> so the I think the cadence. Oh yeah, the cadence of of Tom York in this fucking song. Wakey, wakey, rise again, on again, again off again. Like the way he goes. The cadence of his music versus what the uh, or his vocals versus what the music's doing, I think it's that's, that's what, what I'm saying. The, the, man, yeah. the man's voice is like a poltergeist. It's a fucking ghost. It really he is. calls. He calls for it's like a like not a call like a C A L but like a C U L L a call to bring everybody in and like this call them to everything spiritually or uh, mentally and like yeah he does it and it's just this. Sort of crazy, weird ghost that um, that's there, and he respects and understands everybody, and he feels for everybody, and like we all kind of feel his pain, and also feel his love, and feel where he comes from, and again, like, that's why we love Radiohead. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, a lot of the lyrics in the song, and I don't usually use genius, but they're showing a lot of duality between lyrics and. Uh, yeah, exactly the story of Faust and it just another great example of Radiohead figuring out how to like tie in just outside stories and making it real and it's just fucking one of those moments you listen to something. Yeah, like, yeah. It I told, gives I, you the experience. I totally agree. And I think that, you know, Faust was dumb. Yeah, you know, he, he had a great a, a great motive, but like in the end he's dumb. He didn't right. really figure out any of he, he didn't figure out or sort of solve anything. It's mostly he's based off yeah, revenge. He lost his soul to the devil. So he, and he's fucking, gonna yeah, yeah. He's just gonna fucking fight and fight and fight. It's it's like it's kind of like what everybody's all these superheroes we love at in this day and time and period. You know, Batman, Superman, fucking whatever, but everybody else. But um, but I I love that idea came you know again came from Greek mythology, but not just. Because superheroes, but also how to get over a woman that you really fucking loved. (laughs) And this is is what this is all about. And um, for me, I think it's um, not just because of a woman, but also how to learn and live with yourself when you when you sort of move past those. Yeah, I mean, the the, the main course is you thought he had it in, but no, no, for no real reason. Uh, 
It's it's, yeah, it's great lyrics. Yeah. Squeezing tubes and empty bottles and take a bow. Yeah, the, a lot of this is I I can see that too. Um, I mean, it's 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 just like in Limbo. I mean, it's, it's the yeah. same thing. It's just yeah. I a mean, lot of Radiohead's music, I think, depending on what time in our lives we were, we just make this. <laughs> it's gonna fit, some, fit the soundtrack so of our own lives in some sort of way. And so I, yeah, you, you said it. I mean, it's I've done that so much. I've done that a lot, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's a that's a excellent fucking choice. I'm I'm so glad we saw two in rainbows fucking show up. Uh, I mean, I I I had three songs immediately in uh, in rainbows, and I was like, nah. It was like we talked about earlier. Me, I was like, yeah. oh, I, I was oh, yeah, immediately same. like, oh, all albums, but I'm like, nah, I can't do that. And I found a lot of, but I just found the three ones that, uh, for right now, uh, you know, for this show, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but um, these songs are very important to me. So I feel like yeah. we could do another dozen of these uh, episodes and still not get down to our favorite songs, to be honest. We could. <laughs> we yeah. would still be debating yeah, it all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Mike, you're up, buddy. Yeah, man. So my last one, this, and the reason why I picked this is because this is one of the songs we used to cover in the band when we moved out here. Um, we actually did a pretty good damn job of it. Uh, it's just. out here when we were in the band we actually did a really good cover of this and mike one thing i love about the guy he's ambitious so he's not going to pick a fucking easy song for us to, to cover and figure <laughs> out but but something you know it's hard to do a good in my opinion especially back in those days a good radio had like rock driven cover because we we're like a rock band you know what i mean like they had a lot right, of more experimental right. like that we couldn't really touch on instruments like straightforward and so that one was just fun to learn fun to play mike some background itself, oh background uh, on it uh that uh, some narcissist, a friend of Tom York that was pissing you off, had developed musically out of contest with Johnny Greenwood and Tom to see who could fit the most chords into a song. So I yes, saw. exactly what you're saying, dude. Like this is not an easy song to fucking play. Yeah, he was. It's, that's it's exactly what like, he said. He, like, he tried to put as many chords as he could into a single song. <laughs> it was. A, he said the angular guitar riff was influenced by John McGo's playing on the magazine song shot by both sides greenwood said that it was pretty much the same kind of idea so <laughs> oh, shit dude greenwood fucking rules dude he's the best <laughs> yeah, he rules. 
Yeah, Dude, I you wish know, you guys recorded that. I would have loved to fucking me hear too, it, man. man. It, yeah, me too. So and I love to have like, Mike on the show too, by the way. Yeah, he, he I, I keep telling him he needs to come on, and he like it's one of those things. Uh, I hope we'll get him on one day. We'll see how it goes for sure. I feel like he's, I'm going to get him on when we go see fucking uh, Ginger. It's probably going to happen. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. He's sick. And I remember that this video too. This was one of the earlier. Um, Radiohead videos I saw of theirs, and I just remember it being video. Yeah, yeah like being so cool, just kind of I like I don't know the man, you know, it's the man's in the middle of the it's, pavement, you know, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's such a like weird a video. lens and all that stuff. And I love yeah. and I love I love shots like that too. I love when me cameras too. use yeah, that angle. Um, but yeah, man, you know, like it's so much about this song. I love the the guitar riff, the solo at the end, like the breaks, the well, that the, weird the, pause in the, the middle of it, you know, where they get softer back to the heavy shit. It's so yes. well done. The crazy part is though, I, I the reason why I love uh, Radiohead, they're sloppy. I love the sloppiness of all of it. It's, it's, it's intentional. Like, it's completely yeah. well, intentional. I mean, I, I, I understand it's intentional, but it's, but it's sloppy <laughs> yeah. though. But I love it. I love that sort of sloppy, like. You're never really sure that the editing is supposed to, like the it's edited and produced, you know, in a, in the uh, you know, in a in a booth or whatever. And um, you understand it's probably obviously done that way, but I mean that's the most fascinating part about about Radiohead. And the hearing that song and hearing it produced, it's like fuck, like well, it's and if I'm not mis- so sorry. powerful and like yeah. sloppy and all of, all over the place, but it's like. It still sounds fucking awesome, but like and if I'm not, yeah, yeah, go ahead. If go I'm ahead. not mistaken, I think this was recorded like in Rainbows is the first time they finally recorded live as a band, you know, as yeah, opposed it to is. really. It is. I, yeah. I look, at, I look so, it up. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking great. I just love the fact that they, the decisions they all made, and. Yeah, it this sort of carries on to this point. I mean, wow. I think you can tell that they recorded it live because when they play it live, it sounds almost identical to the fucking album, and and you don't ever see that. That's so rare. Like, yeah, it's like it's like my color is green, you know, with glass jaw. That 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 fucking mm-hmm. album, like like that first album is the, the first song is like straight up fucking like mixture of like stadium uh, of recording and live track, and it sounds great. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I I love that um, Radiohead decided this way beforehand, and um, it's awesome. And yeah, it's a very Mike, rare Mike point. you bringing this song up to me. I hadn't listened to this song in so fucking long, and I forgot how great it was. And you bringing this up, me too. Like, I forgot all about this dude, song. As I was like, listening oh, to it, I was just like, fuck. dude, what the fuck, Mike? That's such a good choice, dude. Like, right? I mean, yeah, dude. I kind of forgot about it too. It'd been so long since I listened to it, or we jammed this shit, and that was just a last minute decision. I'm glad I picked it. How long did it take to figure out how to fucking play all those chords? Because honestly, for me, it was like... a lot easier because I was on bass. But it's the structure of it all <laughs> that was the hardest yeah. part to figure. Like knowing. Remembering what came next wasn't the hard part. It was the timing of it. And I know it, it feels like it's in a typical 4-4, but a lot of those pauses come back in on weird notes and timings. You know what I mean? It's it's really strange. And it's like 80 fucking chords. Like the guy succeeded and tried to put as many fucking <laughs> yeah, chords yeah. as he could into a goddamn song. But it was actually really fun to play. We like we, It was... Once you get the hang, it's it's like 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 we were saying earlier. I I can't count it, but once I figure out how to play it, it's mm-hmm. it, I get it. I right. know how it goes, you know, right. in my head or whatever. So it's easier for me that way. I work the same way, dude. Uh, I can't. I leave it to the drummer, and I don't understand how they do it. 
that they're able to play two or three timings at the same fucking time. It drives me nuts that they're able to do that. Yeah. And I can't even play yeah. one timing yeah, yeah. at the same time on drums. Right. So I can't even drum. fucking play yeah. a goddamn kick, drum. kick drum and a hi-hat at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know what it is, man. I just can't tie it together, but I full respect to drummers, man. And also full respect to Radiohead because uh, a lot of the shit that they do, they, they write songs that they sometimes can't play. Um, dude, <laughs> Is yeah, video, I, yeah, video yeah. Tape. Wow, wow. yeah, I watched yeah. an entire documentary on the song Videotape where they try vi- just on videotape alone. The song Videotape alone, there's an entire documentary just on the oh, song shit. Videotape about sad. why it's so complicated <laughs> on its own to play. Is... And so is the band struggling to play it live. And, and even though how many times it took him to record it, how many times they played it, no matter what, it's so fucking complicated. Oh, and what so a off, song! So off time that they still can't. <sighs> get it down live so much so that they don't care and they're like we'll figure it fuck no. it we'll yeah, <laughs> fuck it yeah. we'll do it live we'll i do don't it. know I, I don't know if i could ever hear that song live because it's song it's like it's song cry like crazy so Dude, I, it is I, yeah. I, I i can't do it but uh, yeah I, that i didn't really realize that that was a fucking like actual thing on you on youtube or whatever but like the fact there's a documentary on vhs tape yes uh, like v- oh video that. videotape but I'm like, like, fuck. That song is hard for me to listen to. I'm like, especially now with all the shit that's happening in my life. I'm like, fuck. Videotape is fucking brutal. To listen uh, to. Yeah. And we're gonna get into a fucking documentary about it. Like, I, I it's can't it's, do it. it's a very morose song, dude. <laughs> but yeah, but it like, is. Yeah. But I told you guys the last the other night. It's literally like the the ghost of Christmas present, past, and future. That's what that song is to me. I'm like, like. It's all there, and it's like I I can't get into it. It's too brutal. It's a brutal song which I love, but like, man, I listen to it every year too, which is probably my fault. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a rough song to listen to. It just it just shows all the colors. Like it's just like who you are inside, mentally, physically. Uh, where you are in your life, like it's it's a great song because the song should be that way, right? They should right. they should go there and, and get deep in there. But I'm like, man, videotape is a fucking rough one to fucking get into, dude. For for just to come out on their second album, just went to show how much they were pushing limits. That they were just trying to see how much they could fuck shit up and go wild it. with it, and they did they it. They did it. They did they it. They did it, dude. They did it. <laughs> On their second album. This is when people are starting to be like, hmm, something's not the same as Creep here. This is course version. Videotape videotape and and, uh, that album is way after fucking uh, two albums, but. Yeah, but but we're talking about about Just. Just just is the topic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, Um, fuck. You know, Computer has a bunch of songs in there where I'm like, and I mentioned one of them on here for the show, but I'm like, fuck, I, I didn't, I don't realize who I am as a person, but like somehow. Like, I hear you, buddy. But yeah, yeah just, you know, this song, you know, I, I love this yeah. song very, very, very much. Um, I, I, Like I said, it's one of my favorite Radiohead songs and that's, I'm glad I picked it. So Tron over to you. All right, buddy. We're kicking Agreed. her off. My next choice <laughs> is going to be. Hmm. Fuck between two A B A B A B. Ah, uh, we're going airbag. Yeah. 
All right, I picked this next song, Airbag. Not specifically based off of that was my next choice, but based off of I think it feels the vibe of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had another two or three lined up that I was gonna go between, and it got down to the past two. And I do love this song specifically because of how the buzzy guitar intro is, and how this was done. Yeah, and, but then how that shifts so far away from that towards the rest of the song, you know. Yeah, it's like it's also crazy how much this song sounds like a fucking uh, doom metal song, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if you guys agree with me, you don't. You, you so if it was slow down, if it was like, it's just a fucking doom metal fucking song, but it's it's awesome. Nothing wrong, but. Yeah, if it was slowed down like fifty percent, I think that would be totally the fucking. <laughs> and then <laughs> drop like drop like five keys down. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's how it's how, it's how most like do middle songs start off. It's but I feel I feel like under the same pretense, I could turn a Miley Cyrus song into a fucking doom song if we slow it down hundred percent. And then yes, yeah, yeah, I think there's I think there's videos on it, but specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably done. Should it be done? Absolutely. Actually, it'd be better than the it'd be better than the original song. True. I mean, uh, fucking. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, this this song specifically, uh, I think that I think it's super sick because Tom York is speaking from you know firsthand experience that you know a, a fucking eighteen wheeler could have wiped him off the face of the earth. Uh, Previously, before I mean, this is '97. We would have no Radiohead if that 18 wheeler was a few feet in front of them. And I've had that experience, before, and I'm sure you guys have too. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, oh sure, yeah. Coming even recently, well, not recently, but coming back off of Harvey, I was at an intersection, and I was like, okay, the car in front of me started rolling, and it was me and Jazzy in the car, and that dude got I mean, wiped off the face of the earth because yeah. an 18 wheeler ran a stoplight right in front of us, and figure out who you are. That's not where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I, I, was, I was literally like but, explaining but, a story of somebody getting wiped off the face of the earth by an 18 wheel, which is yes, literally what. Killed. Yeah, well, I mean, anytime my, my my greatest fear is driving it on the freeway next to a fucking 18 wheeler and they're tire no, loading I, I, and like hitting the. Yeah. No, this is this is an intersection, I, and this is what he's talking about too. Is the same exact scenario. So this song is literally about, and he wrote about this, uh, or, or had interviews about this that pulled up into an intersection, started driving, 18-wheeler, like, scraped his bumper going 100 miles an hour in oh, front of him. Oh, sorry. sorry. And so, same exact thing happened to us, and the car that was in front of us that cut us off, we were at stoplight, went in front of us, and got fucking completely wrecked out of the face of the earth. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Like, same yeah. shit. And it's just like, oh. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus <like> Christ. <laughs> Yes, dude. <laughs> God damn it. The, the the one for me, like we were going to prom. I was 16, and we're driving behind, heading back to town. And I guess a car got a flat tire or something. You just kind of see like eight, you know, car links ahead of us. This car swerves, flips, and starts just boom, 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 over, over. One car runs off the road, goes off the median, and flips into a cow pasture on the other side. Oh, and yeah. so we're like, what the fuck? pull over and like you know we're 16 dude like or i'm sorry i'm 18 my girlfriend's 17 like we're all young as shit luckily everyone was fine like no one got hurt we stopped pulled over and they're like no we're okay and the guy they were drunk as fuck (laughs) of course dude 
but I, like luckily, course. but like it was just insane to see that life. And like, some, like I know it's a different story with the intersection plowing through it, but man, that was terrifying to see right in front of me. Oh, dude, the wildest yeah. one was me, Rab, my brother, and Kayla, who I think you guys remember at the time. Uh, we're oh, going Kayla, to yeah. New, yeah, we're going to New Orleans, and we saw this guy like a zombie. We're on I ten, uh, like I don't know, fifty miles from New Orleans, walking down the freeway, looking like a zombie, like completely blank face. Jesus. Was like, oh, that's fucking weird. And kept driving and just saw like a truck pulled over to the side, like a, a F-250 or whatever, and just chunks of meat all across the freeway. Oh, and fuck. I was like, oh, this happens all the time over there. People just decide to get fucked up and try to cross the freeway to get to the other side instead of walking down to an intersection. Jesus. And that's what happens. You are just chunks of meat on a hood all over the fucking place. And God like, damn, that's oh. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, on car crashes, this is what the song's about. And he describes it, too, in the next world, in a jackknife juggernaut, I am born again. And so within those moments of, like, you're on the verge of death like that, you just feel like, oh, like, cool. Man. And I'm brand I new. This, right? I hate to. <laughs> I'm you know, absolutely. I remember we were driving, me and my girlfriend at the time, and, you know, it was, it was raining. We hydroplaned spun through somehow missed the light poles in the median spun through that shit and ended up in the shoulder of oncoming traffic facing traffic and it was just Ooh. fucking but like it's that moment after after you realize you're okay you're like oh thank you sweet baby jesus yes you know, that religious thank you jesus yes dude <laughs> you immediately become religious <laughs> you are dude you're a sweet baby jesus i love you and you're <laughs> five oh, pounds six ounces nice. <laughs> it's fucking it's scary it is scary it's shit, scary, dude. Yeah. But when you meet those moments that are near death, you feel the most alive. And I think these are the people yep. that chase death constantly. They're chasing that high. But man, I don't want to feel that anymore. Dude. That's no, a, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm way past that stage. Yeah, the 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 cost long reward, time, fuck, long man, time. It's not worth it anymore. I'm over it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna smoke a bowl, chill. Yeah. <laughs> I talk, I talk about Radiohead, my boys. <laughs> that sounds way cooler than almost dying Damn every time straight. I do something. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, in my opinion, just one of the Radiohead songs that just sounds like what a Radiohead grunge song would sound like, except morphed. Which right. upbeat too, and an upbeat sounding guitar, like the guitar track sounds like it's, or the drum track sounds like. Each beat is reversed with each hit. It's like, oh, like the sound. Yeah, of I see it. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. They have a special effect on. I, I, I think it's like a reverse sound on it, but it just sounds fucking good, and it just sounds like a classically good fucking song. And I think I haven't visited it in so long. And then recently, since this came up, I went back and visited. I'm like, dude, this fucking rules. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is the motherfucking jam right here. <laughs> play it. <laughs> I'm glad I did. It's, yeah, good call, man. It's like you surprised the fuck out of me with this one completely. Like I did with that. Yeah, the other no one, that one got me. I had three that for sure would have been slam dunk, like B tracks that we uh, all know. Uh, but <laughs> it's this is one that's for the for the Gen Pub, dude. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that, that was that was, kind of, that was a part of my goal too. It's like once we come yeah. back to them, it'll be more fun to dive even deeper. Because like Christ, all the songs we talked about tonight are just insanely deep on so many I different levels. I realize that. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's still, and it's, but it still gets even more deep the more you dive into the band, and that's why I yeah. love and respect them so much. I felt bad that I didn't do at least a popular track. And especially after my last one, I was like, this is a B side off of a single 
<laughs> no, no one's ever heard of but, this. Well, like, no. so that's why I did talk show host. Well, I, that one's my favorite. I love that song so much. That's oh, one of the reasons I picked so it. But also, the other two, they're singles. Like, Just was a single off the bins, and um, everything, or um, Jigsaw Falling into Place was a single off in Rainbows, too. You know, so I felt weird about that, too. But it's like, God damn it. I wanted to get those out of the way, so to speak. You know what I mean? I want right. to feel like the, the songs that I'm representing are not great songs to introduce someone to Radiohead to per se. That was my right. idea too. Yeah. yeah. And, to add I, and I feel like I did, I did, sound. I did injustice. I did injustice. I should have picked no, songs. Yeah, I, I think no, no, fuck all that. We, oh, I no, 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 no. But uh, now, now in retrospect, my next three choices, oh well, no, my next two choices, because I already did one that's mainstream. My next two choices will be little known songs, but also not <laughs> fucking like, uh, they only well, I think played we it did. once on a 2003 show after uh, they came back on stage four times. I, I, I don't really, uh, yes, sure. I, I think I, we did a good job of getting a different, I, I a good vibe of different songs. We got a good variety. Yeah. I'm with Mike. Yeah. yeah, I think Mike's right. Yeah, and that's I, I'm, I'm kind of proud about it. I feel like we like all these songs surprised me. And I didn't, and I didn't. Y'all didn't hit me with choices that I was expecting from y'all. That's the best part. You know what I mean? Like it's. Always it's yeah, and so I yeah I think we did a really want, good job on this one. The want to be like, guys, can I go first and choose creep would have been immense for me. I would have loved to have <laughs> if someone had, if someone had picked creep. It almost would have been like the biggest fuck you to Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Let me tell you why I hate this band. <laughs> well, I, I'd probably hit. That's if, funny. If, if I were to pick creep, I'd pick that awesome fucking cover that um, uh, David Fincher did. For, um, oh, it, it is so, badass, yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome cover. That fucking movie he did for, uh, let's see, Facebook, but uh, that cover social, he did, Social Network, I think. Yeah. Yes, this is the, yeah, it, with the uh, with um, Atticus Rock and fucking, I think this is Atticus Rock. I don't think I don't think Trezor well, Ross. Yeah, Atticus no, Trezor had nothing to do with that, but, or but that, not that, that part of it. Cover is yeah. awesome though. I think fucking awesome cover for Creep. Holy that, shit. That again, it's not necessarily a bad song, but god damn it is overplayed and it's so not what the representation. <laughs> I agree, buddy. And the I band agree. has done so buddy. much better since. And it's just one of those things that again, if you've seen the fucking meme of like somebody presenting a Pablo uh, Pablo Honey album to fucking Tom York <sighs> and his yeah, face, yeah. his face when he looks like he's like, he's like stone face, like oh dude, he oh, looks like dude. his face looks completely be down and he's like looking up with his two split off eyes like yeah, he looks like Steve Carell in the <laughs> office. He's like what the fuck? <laughs> at oh. the same time, I feel like that's almost you know pretentious. Like bro, you fucking made you made the it album. You, made you did it, it yeah. man. man. You did it who actually <laughs> did do you know, finds meaning in it. to me to be like, okay, yeah, maybe I hate this, but I would totally sign it for a fan. Just be like, okay, he likes it. But Whatever. There was an, there get, was an get it the fuck out of my face. There was an article <laughs> with, with uh, Tom York talking about like how much he knows, how much he fucking like doesn't like that he created that he song. Hates, he hates that he fucking hates album. He hates, he hates that whole, whole album. The, the whole uh, album. From what I understand, it. the whole band fucking is not a big fan of it. Album. It was so much record industry pressure and all that That's bullshit. why fucking the, the Benz is, yeah, the, is right. the better jam, so. It is, but you cannot. For me, I I I understand both sides. Like I get yeah, that yeah, you too. made that, you should sign it. But I also understand it's like, you motherfucker, you haven't listened to anything I've done in the last thirty years. That's a hundred <laughs> times better than this shit. Like, are you serious? This Come is on all now. you know of me. Come <laughs> oh, on, wow. Well. Yeah, I agree. That I shouldn't. You guys, probably the most purest part of my life with this stupid band that I had back in the day with a bunch of groovy, fucking breakup songs. Like I. 
they're and all I'm, there. Dude, and I'm gonna so like, I'm gonna show up to you with a hedge slammer fucking record looking for you. To <laughs> <laughs> they're all there. So like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm both. I'm with you guys both. Like, 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 yeah. Like, why not? Basically, consider those those songs as well. And yeah, some people yeah. Are, are are not really happy about those things. For me, I'm like, hey man, just show them all. Let let, let it roll through. And look, we're all we're all I mean, musicians, and I can tell you, there's yeah. definitely songs that we're not all proud of, and you want them to disappear. And imagine right. them being the bet, like the greatest hit of all time, considered by what you've done as far as like. Right. Commercial. Is it generally it works that way? Like the the biggest singles sometimes are that like it's like Rick James like he thought fucking he, he didn't give a shit about Super Freak he just wrote that on a whim and it's like his <laughs> biggest hit of all time. Yeah. 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 Drunk. And sometimes that'll yeah right. It's motherfucking cocaine. <laughs> oh, dude, look at the Beastie Boys, dude. Fight for Your yeah. Right was written as a joke. Fucking Beck. Like, his yeah, yeah. main song was written as a joke. Like, all, yeah, but all Beck, of it, Beck, Beck was also. And a I understand fucking, why they. Beck is a fucking Mormon dude. Like he's a fucking. No, he's, uh, no, he's a Scientologist. Scientologist, yeah. Like he's he's got to make that money. I to mean, they're pay both for the fucking stupid. Don't get reality. me wrong. <laughs> they are dumb, fuck but both, fuck both of those religions. They Cult. fuck both those religions, but Beck still writes amazing music. I will give. Him yeah, that. No, I can he's, see he's, past. He's a good artist. I can see past. I can yeah, see past. Like, like, like Beck's like. I two, like I like two Tom Cruise tables and, and a, he's a psychopath. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. And I know we're I know we're fucking venturing off into Again, different territory. We, we detour, yeah. <laughs> but man, the, I, I had a lot of fun doing this episode with you boys, like Radiohead. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah, arguably man. one of my favorite bands of all time, yeah, and, and one that snuck up on me. It took me a while to really appreciate their depth of work because there's so much different shit out there. You know, I, like we're it's, showing. It's tonight. hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I'll I'll never forget the day that I stopped listening to the buzz, it should have been immediately, but it was the only radio station in Houston when I was like a teenager, a teenager. We all know as a teenager and it, yeah. And it played. And I remember that one day that the whole Rolling Stones things happened. It's like, they're counting them as one of the best bands of all time. And I guess it's some Rod Ryan, I guess. And I've, I've told the story before, but Rod Ryan, Rod Ryan. Yeah. And he came on and he, he went fucking, uh, what do you say? Oh yeah. He's like, what songs have they ever played other than Creep? And they're like four albums in at this point. And I immediately shut off that dial and never listened to fucking radio. Again. I got physically upset when Rob Ryan was like, how good is Radiohead? I'm like, fuck you, dude. Fuck I, I tell you what, you. I, I, I get rapist vibes from that guy. I really do. Oh, he's he very seems like he's the, He seems also, like a grab him by the pussy type of dude. We, well, we've all done, <laughs> do we all have stories with him in person? Do we all have stories meeting him in person? Because uh, 100%, he showed up to a couple of the shows, and he was promoting some shit, and he for sure was doing that. Like, uh, but we, but we, Mike saw him. And no, I've never met him. Galveston. I can just hear it in his cast. You can just tell. By the yeah. way, that guy. Asked. No, I'm telling you, he showed we, up to me. And Mike saw the, him in, in Galveston one year. Uh, we went there for. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, and he was shit. a total piece of shit that whole fucking, fucking time. Forgot we were about there. that. Right, like, gross, gross motherfucker. And we're like, God, all these chicks who were clearly, you know, way touching them titties them. all the time. <laughs> yeah, so he showed up. He showed up to the fucking Molly show that we did, and he also showed up to the FBI show, oh. and he was there with both of them promoting some shit. And then he was like, dude, I'm not even joking. That guy was like, he had a little wheel to spin. And one of them was like, very obviously in today's fucking setting would not stand, which is like, <sighs> you get to touch what part and then roll a dice. And oh. what part does it, 
Like it, uh, it probably wasn't that, but it was something along the lines of that to win like a fucking koozie or something. Oh, and Jesus it's probably it, like, yeah, titties. <laughs> yeah, titties, yeah. All right, so get this thing off. Up. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, yeah. allegedly. No, 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 allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Libel problems. So allegedly, yeah, allegedly. I might be confusing with someone else. USA is the United States of litigation, so always be careful. Yeah. All right. But anyway, please. Take care of each other out there. Don't be the piece of shit. You guys, have you else to say it before you jump off here? Uh, man, I'm just really excited that we got to start talking about radio band, a Radiohead, a band I fucking love so much, man. Like, it's going to be fun to come back to this in the, in the future for sure. It is. I feel kind of bad that I left off so many songs and oh, I. Come on. No, no, no. I, I no, no, no you got to listen so to we me. We will come back to them. You got you to listen to me. <laughs> I love every song I chose, but I love so many songs from them that. It's again. This is appropriate to say Sophie's choice, even though it's like a common phrase now. This was fucking Sophie's choice. This really fucking was, and it hurts that I left twelve of my other children behind. And (laughs) we will come back in future episodes, and those children will live through this Holocaust. (laughs) Holocaust. That was. I mean, have you ever seen Sophie? That was spot on. Anyway, yeah, man. (laughs) Like I said, (laughs) I I, I love. I love the album. I love the band so much. And everything we talked about tonight is really, like like I said, I want to do more of these music episodes. It's always my shit, man. Hell yeah. Always my jam, too. I love it. I, I, I love it. So, All right. Well, you guys, uh, take care of each other out there. Don't be the shit. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Later.